Take a Ride podcast. I'm your host here, Starks. You can find what's at Starks underscore industry. You can also find me on Instagram, One Closing Hero. I'm not here alone this evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you may be in the fantasy world. I have the combo guard running the two, Jacob, the White Knight. Welcome back. How are you doing today, brother? Yes, sir, brother. Thank you so much. I'm doing well. Um, I just got home from Vegas. Uh, I was able to visit. I was. I was able to visit my family for. So I'm extremely blessed that I was able to do that. You know, uh, family time is extremely important. But I'm super glad you guys and to uh, talk some hoops. Nice. And then I, you pretty much had a good vacation. I would assume with the Thanksgiving, did you get to eat some good turkey and some other stuff there, brother? Oh, man, I got to eat some delicious turkey, sweet potatoes, yes. corn, and some prime rib. That was a, Oh, man. That was surprising there, but, oh, man, it was lovely. How about you, Sarks? Yeah, so I had some turkey. Uh, I had, man, you know, my, my sister had made some salmon. I didn't get a touch of that, unfortunately. Okay. I wish I would have been able to get it. Uh, some good macaroni mm-hmm. and cheese. That was, like, kind of my cheat. And they had nice. some, they had some pie, but I, I, I didn't touch it. Now, if it was sweet potato pie, I would have, I would have caved in. There we go. <laughs> I oh, would have yeah. caved in if she would have made that. But uh, so <laughs> this episode in particular, what we're going to talk about is the streaming options, the waiver wire um, options that Jacob does on our website, newlifefantasy.com. So guys, check that out real quick uh, and join the mailing list, join the forum uh, because we have something that could be. In, of your interest and I'll just go ahead and share it. We are going to potentially run a listener league. Uh, so mm-hmm. just look in, into that. Also review our take a ride podcast, uh, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family, whoever can help out. Also uh, we have our YouTube channel up. We're going to actually have it back up tomorrow. Uh, LT is going to be coming back from vacation too. So make sure you guys sub zero that subscribe button, mm-hmm. hit that bell for dinner time, comment below. Also, uh, give us a thumbs up. It helps us to continue our brand and, and to continue to grow. And uh, so we're going to, t- like I said, we're going to touch up on recent news, the streaming options for week seven, that is. And then we might even hit a couple of listeners' questions. So with that being said, I'm ready to take people on for a ride. And one of the um, recent news that populated here as soon as we started, is it looks like Jonas Valachunas is ruled out. Uh, by the time you guys hear this episode, it may be later on today or tomorrow but he's going to be out off the of illness. So you're probably thinking who's going to be the immediate, uh, the immediate grab or to basically spot start. It's no one really particular, but I, what I will say is, uh, you know, Brandon Clark is going to get a nice bump up there. Uh, mm-hmm. with Jonas Valachunas out. And then I, I spoke on yesterday, of course, the injury on John ja Morant uh, that he's going to be out week to week. You can consider Tyus Jones to be a waiver wire or streaming option for yeah. the next couple of weeks. He's going to provide you some nice assists with some steals uh, and those that play in nine-category uh, nine leagues. And honestly, in a points format, he could be uh, valuable. Mm-hmm. It would just be on how deep that format is. And it looks like – I didn't see this one. Uh, what's his name? Al Farouk Aminu uh, torn a meniscus out – or excuse me. He, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he torn his meniscus in his right knee. So he'll be out indefinitely after MRI uh, revealed that torn meniscus. So – there's no one that's really going to take a massive bump up. Obviously, Aaron Gordon and Jonathan Isaac will be counted on a little bit more. That is beautiful. But one name to keep in mind is Wes Iwundu. Uh, he may get mm-hmm. some more minutes nightly uh, with him being out. He's not going to s- stuff the stat sheet. But as Jacob mentions, you know, in a lot, when it comes to streaming options, 
is a player that could potentially get some minutes. So whether he's a good option or not, he's going to get some minutes and he can run into mm-hmm. some stats that can help you out along in that league or wherever you may be if you're in a deep format. Um, so with that said, we will go into the streaming options that Jacob does a lot of hard work on. I will mm. pass you the ball on this, Jacob, and want to ask you this. Do you have any recommendations as far as like who your top five players and streaming options that could be for this week, man? Absolutely, I do. Yeah. So um, the first streamer, and he is my number one streamer for the week, uh, and and that, and his name is Corey Joseph. I know man. he's not very inspiring. He's not a very sexy name, <laughs> but he's still getting, yeah. you know, like ever since uh, Fox went down, he's getting he's getting minutes in the mid thirties. Uh, and that's exactly what you want in a streamer. And he is the starting point guard for a solid Kings team, which means his his assists are going to stay somewhere between four to six, which is super solid. Um, he'll also chip in with three points made, and he is and he gets you a lot of steals. So if you mm-hmm. need, you know, like some three pointers, uh, low end points, low end rebounds, solid assists. Uh, great steals and low turnovers he is your guy and he's facing the bulls and the blazers spurs and heat so he so he has four games this week against defenses that he should be able to do well against um so i would definitely recommend him if you are in need of point guard help and steals help um next is also also another name that's not so sexy and that's nicholas batum uh, he did uh, yeah 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 it's <laughs> it's um a gross name, but he still has that opportunity mm-hmm. to get you those um, hustle stats, the steals yeah. and the blocks. And he also gets you low end everything across the board, which is extremely valuable. And for him, he's, he has four games this week and he faced the Suns, Warriors, Nets and Hawks. And that is an extremely fantasy friendly schedule. So if you need help with everything across the board, I would definitely give him a look. Um, so my number three streamer here is also one of my top waiver wire pickups and that's Mo. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, he only plays three games this week, but he's facing teams that are very beatable in the wizards, Suns, and Cavs. He, he should definitely have solid games, uh, this week if you are in need of solid points and solid rebounds and solid blocks i mean he's going to be consistent for you and he hasn't had his load managed at all since mm-hmm. uh vucevic went down which is a great sign so if he is available in your league and you need a solid big man i would definitely give him a look uh, i'm going to pass the ball there to you starks in the middle of this what do you think what are your thoughts on mo bamba Mo Bamba, and even before I want to get to Mo Bamba, I, I think you touched up obviously as the number one pick uh, in your streaming uh, options is Corey Joseph. Real quick, I want to mm-hmm. say definitely that is, although these the first two names, of course, like you said, it's not the sexiest name. We'll get right. to Mo Bamba. I mean, he's more of a sexier name, uh, but mm-hmm. at least Corey Joseph, what he's done the last four games, he's been inside the uh, the top one hundred and twenty, and he's been one hundred and eleventh, and. That is nothing to just basically ignore. Just like how you had mentioned the assists and steals that he can provide. He's been averaging 4.8 assists, but the steals is really handy at 1.8 uh, for mm-hmm. that the last week and for those four games. So in that stretch, if you're in a 12 to 14 man league, that is very valuable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So 
that's nothing to ignore. But as far as uh, Mo Bamba is concerned, this is another guy I had I, re- I remember mentioned on a few podcast episodes ago uh, in regards to when Vooch mm-hmm. went down, you know, in the dynasty farm. Just like man, and actually, this is even before a few episodes ago. I've been talking about earlier in the year if Vooch was to get hurt. Uh, although Vooch signed a long contract, you would think with the talent of Mo Bamba, hopefully, if you're in a play in a long game in a dynasty format, he is a player that could give you those blocks, right? He could give mm-hmm. you the two-plus blocks a game. It's only if he gets the minutes. So I definitely love this option here, Jacob. He is a player that mm-hmm. can even sneak in three-point shots at from you know time to time, too. So he's just not only a blocks guy, but he can get you some sneaky rebounds along with some points and decent percentages, probably not at the charity stripe too much, but yeah. I will say this, you know, this is a player that I would love to have in a dynasty format and not even in a dynasty format only. He's going to be valuable for, uh, you know, the stretch of time in a redraft or even a points league uh, mm-hmm. in, 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 for those that play in those leagues, even closer in the shallow format. So, you know, you can consider it like in a 12 to 14 man league too, because of course, mm-hmm. Luch is out and blocks is not, just easy to pick up from the, uh, the waiver wire, but or even the streaming options. But I'll pass you back the ball on uh, what's your thoughts on um, on a little bit more on Bomba, and then if you want to get to some more players on your list there. Absolutely, brother. Thank you. Yeah. So um, on the on the Bomba side, uh, the, another center for the Magic. He he is number he is number six on my streaming list. So mm-hmm. um, so. Uh, I'm going to circle back to number four, but Kem Birch is yeah. another center for the Magic, and I know I talked about him earlier, saying like, ah, he's just not going to do much with his time. But recently, he has been picking it up as far as getting you uh, some cheap, some cheap points, some cheap rebounds, and cheap blocks. I say cheap because they're going to be inconsistent, but at least in the three games that he has this week, he will he will definitely chip in uh, low end. Uh, low end stats for your team, which is extreme, which is extremely valuable uh, in 14, 16, 18, and beyond plus 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 leagues. Uh, mm-hmm. So I would definitely give him a look if you are looking for some blocks. Uh, so I want to move on to number four on my list, and that's Rodney Hood. He seems to always make my list uh, every week because he's so underowned. But mm-hmm. despite Mello being there, Hood is still is is still getting minutes in the upper thirties, you know, and he offers you solid three pointers, solid points, solid boards, solid assists and, and some steals and no turnovers whatsoever. I mean, like, well, like, you know, like one, maybe a game, you know, so he is definitely a solid option and his field goal percentage is great. So I would definitely give him a look if he is, if, uh, if he is floating in your waiver wire as he has four games this week too. Now the defenses are a little bit tougher because he, he does face the Clippers and Lakers, but he also faces the Kings and the Thunder. So he, uh, he should have a solid week this week. Um, and to round out my top five, here is a name that I'm sure that some of you have been hearing for the past few days because he's been producing and, and he's been on my streamer tweets list. And that's Jordan McRae from the Washington Wizards. Um, now, the Wizards have been looking far and wide for a guard to come behind Bradley Beal. Uh, they've been striking out lately. And, like, you know, like Jordan McRae has been solid. Uh, he's been 
Uh, he's he has been in a nine cat league. He has definitely been well well within the top top seventy five for the past week. Uh, so I would definitely be looking to stream him, if not looking to probably keep him if he keeps this up and he keeps the minutes up. Uh, he uh, his minutes aren't exactly what I would love. It's somewhere in the low to mid twenties. But hey, I mean that's okay if you are in a deep in a deep league or if you're looking to stream in a shallow league because uh, he does have four he, he does have four games this week uh, albeit against the Clippers is a tough matchup but then he gets the Magic Sixers and Heat so he should have a solid week for you too so he's definitely a shallow league streamer and a deep league ad for me uh, I'm going to pass the ball to you there Starks uh, is there any thoughts on any players that I touched up on yeah, definitely, especially Rodney Hood. And uh, one thing I want to definitely say about him is he's been a, a top 100 within that, inside that, this year. Mm-hmm. And it's something that's kind of been ignored. I didn't even realize it uh, this year. So mm-hmm. he's he's giving you valuable stats. But I want to talk about, like you had mentioned, Jordan McRae, mm-hmm. as Washington is very much in search of another player to at least perform. And right. how you had already mentioned, you know, last week he's been in, uh, in, within the top 75. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, one thing that is also kind of eye opening. One thing is, I'll say this, his value should depreciate a little bit because what's okay. inflating his value is his field goal percentage at 51% currently uh, mm-hmm. for that last week. But what still what I still noticed about him two weeks ago, he was inside the top 72. So what mm-hmm. that says to me is he did have 21 minutes. His minutes is slowly creeping up, which is good. Right. He's mm-hmm. also giving you the three points. Uh, that you need, like you said, the assist might sneak in a steal and the free throw percentage has boosted up his value, of course. So Mm -hmm. although his field goal percentage is inflated a little bit, what I definitely like is he's not pumping up the value, but what he, or excuse me, volume, but what he is doing is he's taking a little bit more shots. So as you had mentioned, there are looking for players to take the bull by the horns, as you would say. Right. And he's taken at least close to 11 attempts last week. Now, that's not to say that this is uh, a transcending player that's going to you know, keep this up or improve, but we have to take these little indicators that maybe they utilize him a little bit more, as you had mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, Washington's still looking for guards. So, honestly, he's worth definitely a speculative ad for those in those uh, deep formats. And, honestly, mm-hmm. in the dynasty format, I'd like to see, uh, to see what happens. And I, you can't – there's some players you can't just be – on the watch list too long on you got to take those speculative ads if you're in a deep format because you are thirsty yes. to try to get that next player on your team of course he could be potential cut bait later in the future but i will definitely take a risk on it and see what happens with mccray and uh mm-hmm. i'll pass you back the ball if there's any other players you want to talk about there jacob absolutely brother those are some great points for sure um one more player that uh i think needs to be mentioned here is uh is Cantavius caldwell pope um, mm-hmm. he, he has been playing wonderfully as of late. Uh, now that is due to Avery Bradley out. Um, and I bring him up because he did make my list. He came in at, at number 13, but I also got word that Avery Bradley is going to miss at least the next mm-hmm. four games, which, mm-hmm. which is exactly, uh, which is exactly how many games there are in week seven. So if you are looking for a three point specialist, who can also chip in little steals, uh, tiny rebounds, some points. I mean, but like he, he, 
you know, you know, he's mainly he he is mainly a three point specialist. So if you need that guy who can score you anywhere from two, three to four three pointers a game, I would definitely give him a look. And with Avery Bradley out, I also want to give a shout out to points leagues because Rajon Rondo has been doing a solid, steady job. And if you are in a points league, he he um, he gets those points, rebounds and assists. And I can definitely help you, uh, albeit low end stats, but uh, he will definitely help you there. So, um, yeah, definitely look for KCP, Kentavious, Caldwell Pope and Rondo to continue to fill in fill in uh for avery bradley and honestly i can definitely see caldwell pope taking the job away from bradley even though he's not the defensive specialist that bradley is but um we all know that caldwell pope just started started the year off miserably and now he's playing so much better uh so i would i would definitely keep an eye out on that because i can definitely see him still getting consistent minutes as he is producing even when Bradley comes back. Uh, I'm going to pass the ball to you there, Starks. What are your thoughts on that? I'll say this. Pope, he was one of those guys I remember a few years ago in fantasy. It's like I always wanted him to be the underrated player or some type of breakout player. He just never really did. You know, he had, I remember he had, he had a couple of stretches in his career but one thing I want to mention that you had, you know, highlighted on, which is important, is mm-hmm. Avery Bradley being out for that extended absence. Right. He's definitely worth an option for next week, especially them having four games. Not only that, but it looks like the Lakers, in a sense, wait a minute, he still plays for the Lakers, right? Man, I, I just had a hard time. <laughs> I had a brain fart there. Right. Yeah. So so basically, he's there's a back-to-back Tuesday and Wednesday game that I believe next week that you got to take that in consideration. Mm-hmm. But one thing is, although he hasn't been – giving you the excellent stats uh, is he's getting the minutes, right? So the 28 minutes that I've been seeing here the last week or so is something that you have to uh, be like a a lightning bug to the light and go towards that light because he is getting the minutes and he's going to have maybe some inconsistencies, but the three point shot should be there. Like uh, Jacob said, he's going to have some low end stats, but still, Mm -hmm. For a streaming option and to also have a back-to-back game, mm-hmm. if you have any light slated games, he is on a Tuesday, Wednesday. So I want to actually mm-hmm. ask you a question here, Jacob. So, because I know you're the point specialist. Is there anybody that sticks out to you that you like to talk about in the points league for those that do those in, in like maybe a waiver wire streaming option? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So there are a lot of options available. Um, for for you to stream in a points league and even if even if these players like uh the first few players that i mentioned aren't available just keep listening because i do have a few that should produce top uh, like at least um top 100 150 numbers uh when it comes to week seven and um number one is alec burks uh he continues Mm -hmm. to score and produce Number two is Jay Crowder. He continues to get minutes in the 30s, and that is nothing to take lightly. Like, I keep getting questions like, should I keep Crowder or this guy who is just like a flash in the pan, maybe a few games? And I always choose Crowder. And yeah. they say the same thing with Dylan Brooks, and, and I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, like, if you see Dylan, Dylan Brooks like floating around your waiver wire, I know he'll have a dud or two, but he's, he's going to do more good than bad, and that's the same with Crowder. So in 
a points league, you want those minutes. You want those. Uh, so, so I got Alec Burks, Jay Crowder, and Markel Fultz. He's been playing great as of late, and he is the unquestioned starter. Um, I also want to say this. DJ Augustine is still a solid streamer in points and nine cat mm-hmm. leagues because he's still getting minutes in the mid in the mid twenties and he's still producing. So uh, Marco Fultz is definitely the magic point guard to own, but DJ Augustine is still producing solid stats for you. Um, number four comes off the heels of what you said. Um, Al Farouk Aminu is out. So I would definitely look for Terrence Ross to pick up that slack and to pick up those three pointers, uh, low steals, just, get you some stats he's going to get you low end like probably like 20 to 25 points uh in points leagues a game so uh ross ross is definitely an option for you as he should be getting some more minutes this week i still like dwight powell he's getting a, he's getting a lot of minutes uh in dallas even though he's coming off the bench i mean like they like to play uh, me, uh musical chairs edge as as you would say, Starks, but I definitely like – I still like Powell this week. Uh, he has a fantasy-friendly schedule. And uh, uh, I already touched up on Mo Bamba and Kim Bursch. Those are solid options in points leagues. Uh, Deion to get a lot of disrespect as far as ownership. So mm-hmm. I would love to see that creep up because he's only going to get better and more comfortable. So I would definitely give him – a pickup in points and nine cat leagues, but definitely point sleeps. Um, and then to round out my last two is Dwight Howard and Rajon Rondo. They are, they are owned in a lot of leagues. Uh, I think Howard just reached under the threshold of ownership for me to put him here. I believe he was at around 49%, but still mm-hmm. he's still getting the minutes. Now I will say that JaVale McGee is still getting some good time and uh, he, he's still starting. He's, and he's doing well as of late. But Dwight Howard's going to be the more consistent fantasy producer for you. So in points league, give him a look and give uh, Rajon Rondo a look if you are in need uh, of some solid point guard points league stats. Uh, so those are those are my those are my points league streamers for you. Starts as far as players that are owned uh, in a in a lot of leagues there for you. love it man that was a great content for the listeners but let me say this 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 one's going to be interesting and it's probably <laughs> going to make people feel gross to hear this uh, but you know i gotta i gotta be honest on seeing yeah this. yeah tim hardaway jr uh <laughs> I, I remember mm-hmm. speaking <laughs> before the season started i said man this guy i know it's not the sexy right. name i mean it seemed like he, he had a sexy name before but it was like he was he was riddled with injuries last year, so people just kind of <laughs> threw him in the trash cans like all oh, his dudes a scrub anyway. Because essentially, he's just a three point specialist in, in a score, and if he doesn't do that, right. then he's like, who are you? He he does nothing else, right? But what I have to mention, he's if he's not already owned, is a spec speculative ad, and what I mean by that, even closer right. to the shallow leagues, he's playing with Luca, ladies and gentlemen, and. Luca, it's the Luca show there, and if everybody's going to be sticking Luca, Luca will kick it out to Tim Hardaway to shoot the three. The last two weeks, and this is like I said, it might be me, it might be me juicing the orange a little bit, but this is just something you just have to listen to. He's been inside the top twenty-five the mm-hmm. last two weeks, right? And the averages that he's had was close to seventeen points, three uh, three three pointers, two and a half assists plus a steal, 
Now, the field goal percentage at 55, free throw percentage is high in the 80s. But last week, he's been inside the top five player last week in three games. Now, right. of course, this is not sustainable, not even close. But one thing that you have to take in consideration when it comes to streaming and waiver wire ads, yep. you have to take the hot hand on players. Because if you take the hot hand, we don't expect them to do this the rest of the season. But when you take the hot hand, you can inject that for the week to help you to boost that that possibility of getting that win for the week. And they're probably going to turn into a dud the next game, unfortunately, right? It could happen at any time. But at least that you were the player to be quick about it and make that speculative ad. Because do I think uh, – well, obviously, the field goal percentage is inflated. The points is inflated. Maybe even the three-pointers is inflated. But last week, he's averaged over 21 mm-hmm. points a game. But also, he's starting, right? So – I just mentioned, like, I know that he wasn't a fan favorite to a lot of experts out there. But sometimes it doesn't matter because it's like Mm -hmm. if you're getting the opportunity in the minutes, it's not sexy. Okay, so this is like me eating my own crow. I kept saying, like, Uh and I know you talked about Garrett Temple, right? Mm -hmm. Shirley Temple, Legends of the Hidden Temple. The dude is getting minutes, so you can't not just, like, ignore Mm -hmm. that. Some games he's going to do decent. Some some games is just going to flake out and, and fizz out. But mm-hmm. you have to not ignore that because the minutes are there. And honestly, if Garrett Temple in a deep yeah. format is available, I'm going to stream him. So this is one of those situations about Tim Hardaway. I just wanted you know the listeners to understand that. I'm not saying this is for real, but this is why you take the speculative ad because sometimes you just don't know what the player could be the rest of the season. Kind of like Devontae Graham. Now, uh-huh. I'm not trying to compare him to Devontae Graham, two mm-hmm. completely different players in fantasy. But, you know, when you take that risk on certain players, the low-end risk at that, you just never know if they pop. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to definitely get that off. Uh, I just now even noticed that. And even in the Yahoo format, his ownership percentage right. has jumped up massively. He's at 40% only owned. So he's, he's still 60% owned in Yahoo formats. But – you know, hey, if you can afford taking the mm-hmm. move, then just go ahead and do it, right? I'm not saying for you to drop someone that's solid on your team. I'm not saying right. drop Dylan Brooks for him, right? So, sure. and real quick, let me go ISO on Dylan Brooks. Now, this is one of those things on Dylan Brooks. I was just like, I don't know about him, but what I do is, what mm-hmm. I do know is, like you had mentioned, he's getting the minutes, it's consistent, and they're utilizing him. Some games, he's 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 been doing pretty yeah. good this season, so you got to respect it for what it is. And, um, but before I get to some of these listener questions, did you have anything else you want to touch up on on you know the, your uh, stream? Yeah, so uh, really quick, here are some names that I would definitely think about picking up if they're available. Aaron Baines is back, and uh, DeAndre Ayton isn't expected back yeah. for another eight games. So definitely ride him until Ayton comes back. Um, I did have uh, Bismack Biombo as a solid pickup, but Cody Zeller is back, so that kind of takes the all of the alert away. So I would just stay away from, or mm-hmm. I would keep an eye on next game just because Biombo only got 10 minutes in Zeller's return, which is mm-hmm. definitely concerning. So keep an eye out on next game and see how they disperse those minutes. Uh, Carmelo Anthony, he keeps producing. He keeps getting over 30 minutes a game, you know, as, you know, like <laughs> as much to, you know, <laughs> as, uh, as pessimistic I was when he came. I mean, he's shooting that volume, like you say, Starks, <laughs> yeah. and he's getting those. He's uh, he's getting the points, he's getting the rebounds, he's getting the assists, and you know, like he's getting the three pointers. So I would definitely give him a look if you don't mind your field goal percentage going going down. Uh, and then uh, Daniel House Jr. Now 
he had an illness, so he missed this game. I know he's been dealing with a, with a shoulder stinger, uh, which is unfortunate, but he should be back mm-hmm. next game if it is just an illness. So um, I would definitely make sure that he is owned in points leagues and nine cat leagues. There's no reason for him not to be owned. He is a beast, and he's going to do well all year. Um, then I want to go to Glenn Robinson the third on the Warriors. Uh, he is hovering around 32 minutes a game, and he definitely needs – he definitely needs to be taken more seriously here uh, as he is um, as he is available in 65% of leagues right now. Uh, PJ Washington, he keeps getting dropped and picked up, dropped and picked up just because he is having some hot and cold days, but he's going to be <laughs> hot more often than not. So definitely make sure he's owned because the Hornets love him. They want to give him minutes. They want to develop him. And as you say, Starks, he's on a wasteland team. So he definitely needs to be needs to be owned through the tough times because he will definitely reward you. Um, and then Josh Hart, he returned He's and he returned right away to 25 minutes. So definitely give him a look as he was producing mid-round value before he went down. Justin Winslow, he uh, returned and played 34 minutes. So we all know the thoughts on the heat there. I mean, like they want him to play. They want him to be like their point mm-hmm. forward. So I would definitely give him a look. Um, lastly, um, Matisse Tybel, we love him here. We, we adore him, you know, like we'll go, we'll, you know, but, uh, you know, he gets you those steals and blocks. It's just, he's going to be as inconsistent as they come because the Sixers keep jerking him around with these minutes. Uh, he'll either play 21, uh, one game, you know, like 17 to like, a did not play or like two minutes. So, uh, he's going to be maddening, but my goodness, you know, like with uh, Richardson's injury right now, it's a little bit hazy. We're not sure, you know, hamstrings are tricky. So if you are in a deeper league, like uh, I'd say like 16 league uh, or more, I would definitely give him a look as a speculative ad, even though he had a dud game last game. But if you look at the last game before that, he had four steals and two blocks. And that's what he can do if he finally gets those minutes. So uh, at least at least keep an eye out on him. If not, take a chance. Uh, in a deeper league. Uh, and those are all of all of the waiver wire suggestions I have for you, Starks. Perfect, Thank man. That was, that was really good. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, real quick on, yeah, Matisse Steibel, man. It's like, it's like I, I, want, I kept hearing my, right? in my head, like, <laughs> I want to call him the Grinch, man, because it's like, it's like on, he had the opportunity to start. And the funny thing is he was, he was starting to secretly, Go under the radar, right. giving some decent stats behind the scenes from the bench, right? And then he finally got the start, and he just laid a fat egg on you yeah. know people's teams that took the speculative ad and hope for good things to come. And obviously, in a dynasty format, right. you just gotta you just gotta just eat it for what it is, and hopefully things will get better. But man, it's it's unfortunate. But yes, I thought that was a good point too mm-hmm. about Josh Richardson. You know that stuff like that right. can linger, uh, so you just never know, right? Um, but yeah, you guys check out the streaming article mm. and waiver wires done by Jacob there, especially the back-to-back games, you know, for the, yeah. the week coming up, like Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Wednesday, Thursday, you know, there's a small cheat code. Phoenix, as Jacob put it, is yep. the only team that goes back-to-back Wednesday and Thursday. So, you know, utilize that uh, for your advantage. So that way you can mm-hmm. think of mm-hmm. players. And I mean, someone like Mikel Bridges could right. be most likely in a shallow league could be available in that format for mm-hmm. you. So you can pick him up and try to stream him 
It might not give you the, the bang for your buck, but what you are going to get the bang for your buck on is two games. Mm-hmm. Think about it into one, right? So I will jump into the listener questions, a couple of them, and then we'll kind of close shops here. And one of the questions mm-hmm. I actually want to pass you the ball on here, it's it's very – it's not – it doesn't give – it's kind of vague, but I still want to pass it to you and, and get your thoughts on it. So this listener asks, is it time to pick up Kevin Herter mm. if he's still sitting in your waiver wire? So I will pass yeah, you the I ball. Mean, What's your thoughts on that? Man? If he's going to come back as early as next week, uh, I would definitely pick him up. Now, um, we don't mm. like the we don't like to use the word depends, but you know how deep how deep is your league? You know, and what yeah. format <laughs> is your league? Because in yeah. in uh, a points league, I'm not mm. interested in him. Even in you know, I'm not. I'm not uh, interested in him apart from like a 14, 16 man points league, which I don't see a bunch of those, but if you are in a deep points league, yes, I would definitely pick him up. But if you're in a 10 to 12 man points league, I wouldn't bother picking him up because he just doesn't do enough. He doesn't score enough for it to do a ton in shallow points league formats. Now, apart now in a nine cat. Yeah. I would give him a shot because the Hawks need some scoring punch, and he definitely provides that. And uh, if he is, um, and if he is healthy, I would definitely give him a shot. But uh, I want to pass the ball to you there, Starks. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I honestly, I'm in agreement with you there. Uh, points league, he need, uh, to me in a, in a shallow like 10, 12 man league. I I can consider him yeah. on the waiver wire unless you have an IL spot, but. I'm be honest with you, with all these injuries right now, mm-hmm. you probably have a better player on right. your IL spot, so you're not going to risk that. Um, but honestly, I have him in a in a deeper league that I have him in an IL spot just because they're it's it's really mm-hmm. scratching and clawing from the waiver wire. Uh, so I have him on my IL list. So in that sense, I'm just going to assume that you, that guy's league is a little bit more shallow. Right. I will right. ask you know how deep is your league, right? And I'm just going to assume it's kind of like a 12 to 14 man league around that range. And you could, you could take a speculative ad only if you're in a position that you're warranted to be able to do that, because sometimes, you know, you might be scraping from the bottom of the rankings and that's kind of a hard pill to swallow because if in that sense, if you're, you know, trying to crawl up that ladder from the bottom, then Mm -hmm. no, you're going to keep streaming that spot until you get a victory. But if you're in a good sense, maybe within the top three in, in standings, then yeah. Absolutely take a flyer on that. So uh, one of the other questions here is which side do you take, you know, in a dynasty format? Do you take Kyrie or you take Damian Lillard? Uh, I I think (laughs) um, in a dynasty format, I I guess I'm just going to still take Lillard just because of – how deep is this league? Okay. This is about 16-man dynasty. Okay. So I would still take Lillard. I would still take Lillard, you know, just to be on the safe side because I I just always look at Lillard to be more consistent. And what I mean by that is he's pretty much on the floor a lot of times. You know, Kyrie, we're looking at this situation now. He's he's out. And honestly, let me just, like, if I was to, you know, put in a perspective like this, what if this – the Brooklyn Nets, let's just say about the end of the season and they need – they need that game to make it into the playoffs. I feel yeah. like Kyrie would be ready right now, right? But as of right now, since you know, I don't want to put this 
this negativity notion on them, but it doesn't seem like they really he's not needed right now. So I guess they're going to play him kind of with kid gloves. And it seems like this injury, it's not just a mystery, but mm-hmm. it's a little questionable right now. And honestly, your boy there, uh, yeah. Dinwiddie is exploding there, yeah. right? He's doing very well. And I know actually a lot of people, I, I, I do remember some experts kind of was down on Dinwiddie this yeah, year, which I didn't really understand, but he's doing really good this year. Kind Thanks, of, you know, <laughs> give you, you know, back you up on that. But I'll pass you the ball, you know, who, you know no problem. I'll pass you the ball, you know, what's your thoughts on, uh, the dynasty format as far yeah, as who so would you take Kyrie or on the surface, there, I want to say Lillard right away, and I still might, but I want to bring up some points. I mean, Kyrie Irving is 27 years old, uh, as and Damian Lillard is 29. Yeah, that's that, true. Now, now point guards, uh, yes, point guards start to fizzle out around like 33 to 34 for some reason. Uh, at at least like a majority of them, um, but that doesn't mean that these two can't beat that of course, because like they are skilled. They are, they uh, take care of themselves. Now what I would consider, and this is kind of like an outside factor is that Kyrie Irving is not shy about saying he's, he doesn't like he, he doesn't need, uh, he doesn't need basketball. So he has said he's open to retiring like sometime in his low you know, like in his low thirties. So that's a little bit concerning. Now, who knows if he actually does that, but he, he is an interesting fellow, you know, like, you know, like to say it, to say it lightly, he, uh, he definitely has other interests. And so like, those are my outside factors that I bring in when it comes to dynasty. Um, and also, like you said, Kyrie's hurt, uh, and Damian Lillard, you know me. I love consistency. I love to see the guy on the floor. Like you know, like like we always say mm-hmm. here, the best ability is availability. And Lillard seems to always find a way to get on the floor, yeah. no matter what. So, for that reason, for the reasons of Kyrie, um, you know, like being hurt and having other interests and stuff like that, and Lillard just seeming to be like 100% basketball. Um, I mean. I'll bring in the outside factors for Lillard. He does like to rap. He is a very good rapper, but um, I think he likes to play ball a lot more than rap. He just raps on the side. So I'm going to go with Damian Lillard there just because he is, he is an iron man and he shows no signs of slowing down. So I'll definitely side with, with you there, Starks. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to go Dame there for sure. Yeah, I'll, we're, we're in agreement on that because it makes sense. I mean, another point that you brought right. up, especially in a dynasty format, is age difference. So it seems like Kyrie would be, be a little bit more safe. And, and it makes me kind of backpedal a little bit because right. it's like Katie is going to be back next year too. So maybe that's going to help Kyrie to be on the floor. But I, I just still don't want to deal with the, you know, this situation. But the consistency, as yeah. you had mentioned, that you really love with players, um, that's what Dame is going to give you, right? So I've got one more mm. question and then we'll kind of – start closing shop here. So this question, okay, Starks, I have, or he's like, well, Starks, what is it? How is it nobody (laughs) gives love to Jimmy Butler? Uh, Thank you. All right. So I think for me, it's pretty simple. And what I mean by that is it seems like, well, maybe because I've I've been an owner with him on certain like seasons and pretty much somehow he's, he's in one of my dynasty formats, but Jimmy Butler, I think, for me, 
and I can kind of I'm trying to look at it from a listener standpoint. But for me, it seems like when I have him, when I need him almost the mm. most, he's not there. Right. <laughs> he misses. He doesn't play a full season of games. Right. One of the seasons that he's played over 70 games that I remember was like 2016, 17 year. Other than that, especially last year, he played a decent amount, you know, played 65 games, but he didn't play at least 70 games. Right. And maybe that's be nitpicking, but it just seems to be the case. But honestly, why it seems like people are harder on him. I, I, I will say this. I don't think people should be, or that he doesn't mm-hmm. give enough love because he, he really should. And I think maybe last year was kind of, to kind of make it seem like it's almost like he was hidden last yeah. year because he was on Philadelphia. You know, he he was playing with Harris, Embiid, yeah. right? He was playing with Ben Simmons. Yeah. So he was kind of in a shadow. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you, Tobias Harris. So he was low-key in the shadows, right? But what we have to not forget, I don't know if – I mean, if if you was watching the NBA, obviously, last year like we were, and I'm sure the listeners were, right. in the playoffs, he had to be the man there, right? He took the responsibility in the playoffs in the regular season he ceded the ball responsibilities because it was for the younger talent. And here's one more thing that I forgot, and I'm paraphrasing it. He said this about Philadelphia. He, he kind of said that mm-hmm. there was kind of a reason why he left there, yeah. but he said he was happy in Miami now. So, you know, I don't know what that means. We What, what I do know with Jimmy Butler is he's right. one competitive individual. You know what I mean? I, I, we can, I think we can all come to an agreement with that. But this year, right, in 14-game slate, he's a top-eight player, and he's getting those assists. It's almost like he's a forward. like He's like a wing-slash-combo guard-slash-guard. Yeah. He does a lot, right? So he's averaging six-plus assists a game. Yeah. And look at – he's having a career year, and I think, but we're overlooking at 2.6 steals a game currently right now. That is unheard of. And, again, if you guys you know, have heard me the last few episodes – when it comes to Z scores and you know and stuff of that nature in nine cat category leagues, steals and yes. blocks is very massive to have on your team. You cannot just pick that up from the waiver wire. It's really critical. And the two point six, that is outrageous, right? And the thing is, even this year, he's efficient. Um, well, no, he's not efficient. He's he's shooting forty two percent. But what I mean by the efficiency is more of he's right. not pumping up the volume because he doesn't need to, right? In Miami, he's on. He's taking 12.6 shots a game, so he's given yep. the love to Kendrick Nunn, Tyler Hero, the other players, yeah. Bam Adebayo, the whole team, right? So that's what we, we you know, me, Jacob, and LT, we talk about the Miami Heat mm-hmm. a lot in this podcast because it seems like nobody's really talking about him. So if anything, right. we're giving Miami love, and that's including Jimmy Butler. But as far as maybe why he doesn't get a lot of stars to talk about powers because – Maybe he's not – obviously, in the dynasty format, the podcast that we are, we still give you the redraft and the points flavor. But he's a little bit older. Right. He's about the 29 to 30 range age. So, in dynasty mm-hmm. formats, you know, he loses a lot of flavor. Everybody wants the new hot commodity a la Luke, uh, Luka Dantich, right? I get it. Like, Luka's on a king <laughs> spree. Not literally, but you know what I mean. He's, he's doing great this year. But going back to Jimmy Butler, man – he doesn't need yeah. – and this, let me just juice this orange a little bit more for the listener. If if nobody's talking about him, that's okay because we we're talking about him. And I believe he's still a legitimate guy. Honestly, sometimes he's going to be injured from time to time or he might have load management, but he doesn't need a lot of usage. He's going to pass the ball, get you those good assists. He'll still score enough. Right. He, he does just enough, right? 
and especially you're going to take those steals again. And sometimes he'll he'll sneak in those blocks for the out of position stats. And he's not he's almost averaging one. He's at point eight currently right now. So uh, as far yeah. as him not getting love, I think it's just more of the age factor. And he was kind of he was kind of hidden a little bit behind the uh, the eight ball when he was a Philly. But I'll pass you the ball oh, there. No. Uh, oh, Jake, no, 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 I apologize. No. <laughs> I saw it hard there, man. You made some great uh, points which, there, Starks. I mean, go ahead, man. It's funny because I reflect and I think, you know, like we don't give a lot of love to a bunch of superstars once we go over the stats because it's almost like we expect them to do that. So we want to touch up on like the surprising stats and like those that we can actually add from the wire because Butler's 100% owned. Um, AD is 100% owned. Mm. LeBron James is 100% owned. So if we gush over them, it's like, ah, well, I don't have that player. You know, like, who can I try to add or who can I try to stream? So that's, you know, like, we're trying to help you guys as far as looking at the players who don't get a lot of love, who are surprising us and need to be picked up or streamed. Now, saying that, uh, I'll give them love right now. Butler, like you said, Starks, he is having a career year. Now, Currently, he is dealing with an illness, but, you know, like he'll be back soon. Absolutely. Um, we just – so, Butler, as far as a national stage go, why he doesn't get a ton of love. I mean, you know, like thinking back uh, at the at the Eastern Conference semifinals, um, perhaps if, if Kawhi's infamous Game 7 shot in the – Eastern Conference semifinals bounces out instead of in, you know, you know, like the Sixers win in <laughs> OT and yeah. move on to the conference finals or maybe even the finals where they might have potentially won a title. So, I mean, like mm. Butler could have a lot more clout if that shot didn't bounce in for Kawhi, you know. So, like you said, I think it does have to do with age. So, mm-hmm. since he is 30 and all of the Heat's Heat's kids are like in their low twenties and they're surprising us. It's taking attention off of Butler, which I think he's mm-hmm. okay with because he's been carrying every single team he's been on throughout throughout yeah. his career, you know? So yeah, I mean that's why he's <laughs> yeah. not getting love. Uh but he he is having a great year and I would love to own him and I would love to trade for him if someone's willing to trade him uh to me but you know if you own him just ride that wave and enjoy it because he is a star for sure mm-hmm. absolutely man for sure like you had mentioned this highlight last thing is yeah we this is kind of the reason mm-hmm. why we don't hi we talk about the superstars but we try not to highlight them on so much because we're trying to come up with players that's going right. to be coming up and formulate from the waiver wire or players that we want to jump on before mm-hmm. you know they actually become something legit yeah. uh, in the league so uh i don't I, as much as i'd like to guys i, I do apologize i'm going to have someone to speak about a dynasty format um not for this episode definitely wanted mm-hmm. to keep it more geared towards the the streaming options and some of the, the listener questions as well as the waiver wire speculative ads so uh you guys uh again check out newlifefantasy.com uh join the mailing list also join as a member for free Subscribe to the Take a Ride podcast, write a review, give us a five-star rating. We're available in pretty much all podcast formats, as well as check out our YouTube channel. Uh, that's Take Take a Ride slash kind of uh, New Life Fantasy. Uh, we definitely have episodes with our faces out there. We're getting a little bit more active and 
accumulated mm-hmm. with the not accumulated but more interactive with the listeners out there with you guys so make sure you guys comment below subscribe hit that sub zero button on youtube it definitely helps us out uh, hit that bell and also give us a thumbs up it helps and again check out that streaming options for next week that uh jacob put together it's really mm-hmm. helpful to give you that punch for the week and uh i'll pass you the ball there jacob if there's anything else you want to say before oh we, i mean uh, yeah uh i get to the clutch shots here you definitely touched up on everything i mean i hope you guys check out check out our our streaming article and definitely be on the lookout for some future articles because we want to have some fun this month, you know, like this Christmas season. So definitely be on the lookout for those articles, but yeah, I'm, uh, I'll pass the ball there to you Starks for the clutch shot. Yep. And actually the clutch shot, it makes sense for this Christmas that's coming up. I'll kind of go ahead and share what I'm going to do. If you guys are familiar with, uh, let's see, mm-hmm. how should I put it? Yes. I did fantasy combat last year. I'm going to actually bring it back, nice. but a little bit different. It's going to be called dynasty fighter. And uh, there's going to be typically, if you guys remember, there was always like fun type of arts. I won't be able to follow up on a guy that used to do my uh, artwork, but mm-hmm. I do kind of do my artwork now currently. So hopefully it's something you guys will like. It's going to be a little bit different and innovative, but uh, I want to consider it like a, what am I trying to say? It's almost like a comic book, but it's going to be a little bit more. This for this one is going to be kind of geared towards video games in, in a sense. But what I used to do is kind of do someone in the present mm-hmm. time versus the past player, like in an NBA generation. But I think I'm going to do it more tailored towards the dynasty format to make sure it's more strictly for that um, that information. So someone like this mm. type, would you take this player in a dynasty format versus this player in a dynasty format? Uh, so I think that'll be something that is uh, definitely useful and different and innovative. What I'm going to do is give them basically like a, like a, like a game, you get three rounds, right? So it's two out of three and whoever wins those rounds is who I would choose. And we'll have the, the, the new life fantasy cast and see who they choose. And we can kind of go by that, who we think would win. And hopefully if listeners, if there's something you like for us to do, I'll do it every once in a blue moon. Um, but I, I definitely want to try mm-hmm. to do that for you guys for this Christmas. I think that'll be a, a fun article for you guys to do. And uh, so that's my clutch shot. Um, and I'll pass you the Absolutely, ball there, brother. Jack, I, you have I just want to say, I mean, like that sounds like a ton of fun and I look forward to reading that. And, and if I can help you in any way, brother, I mean, I would love to, cause that sounds like a ton of fun. Um, so uh, my clutch shot. Yeah, man. Thank you. So my oh, clutch shot, sure, um, again, guys, it's officially Christmas season. Um, I don't know about, basketball just has like just has like amazing like you know like basketball for me my fandom gets heightened when there's christmas you know like in the air so um as far as my clutch shot i am Mm -hmm. super excited for for the following players to come back um during uh during this christmas season and that is deandre ayton that's uh marvin bagley that is John Collins, and that's Zion Williamson. Those are uh, mm-hmm. those are like my top four players that are mm-hmm. definitely going to come. Or mm-hmm. I'm not going to say definitely, but they are expected to come back this Christmas season. So be on the lookout for those players. Uh, uh, either that suspension or with injury, they are on the mend. So you know this is probably the time to try to trade for them. Because if you try to trade them when they're only a game away, or or uh, if you try to trade for them when they're only like one game out, I'm sure that the owner's probably thinking, "Well, I held on for this long. I'm just going to 
I'm just going to see what he's got. So if you want to trade for, uh, for, for the following players, I would definitely try to trade now, uh, trade for them now. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited for them to come back. I'm excited for this Christmas season. And uh, I hope all of you are blessed this season and you give more than, uh, and you give more than you take. (laughs) Yeah, I thought you were about to say bite more than you can <laughs> chew. That was sounding so good. <laughs> I don't even I, love I don't it. even know where I was coming from, but <laughs> all right. So mm-hmm. oh man. So listeners, we love yeah. you, man, so much. Um God bless you guys. Hopefully, like Jacob was saying, you know, this is gonna be a mm-hmm. special Christmas, especially with all those players coming back. That's gonna be an yeah. excellent sight to see, especially Zion Williamson. So uh you listeners, I'll just say this. You can find me on my Twitter handle. It's at Starks underscore industry. You can also find me on Instagram, One Closing Hero. Go ahead and reach out to me. Give me a follow. Shoot me a message, and I'll get to you at a prompt time. I'll pass yeah, you yeah, the ball you, there, Jacob. Yeah, you can find me on find Twitter there, at Ain't Done Yet, and Done is spelled D-U-N-N-E. Uh, I'm always tweeting either about basketball, football, or baseball, uh, and you can – Look out for my uh, for my daily streamers on slow game days. Now, this week's slow game days are on Tuesday and Saturday. Uh, I I always tweet out um, shallow streamers and and deep league streamers uh, for those days. And I also tweet out on Sunday just because that's that is the make or break game. So be on the lookout for that. I would love for you guys to follow me, and I'll follow right back and ask us any questions you have. All right, guys. So, listeners, we love you again so much. God bless you. With that being said, have a good evening, morning, 